This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Is somebody so glad to be here this morning? Hebrews chapter 1. Let's read together. Before we take our seat this morning, Hebrews 1. This is the last Sunday of the month, right? And it has been a very glorious month. Praise the Lord. God, I like the beginning. God, only a few books started with this, this stuff. God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in the time past unto the fathers by the prophets. Verse 2, at in this last day spoken to us by his son, whom he had appointed heir of all things, and by whom also he made the worlds. Verse 3, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. That means if you have seen Jesus, you have seen the father. The Bible says it is in the brightness of his glory, the express image of God. But the next verse or the next part is what we are looking at. Upholding all things by the word of his power. How many things? Before we come back to this, let's just read Colossians 1 from verse 15. Upholding all things by the word of his power. Mm. Great is thy faithfulness. Yes. Who is the image of the invisible God? Again, the Bible is saying again here that Jesus Christ is the image of the invisible God. That's what's about problem with Christianity. That we know God. Are you saying that Jesus is God? If you have seen Jesus, you have seen God. Now, the Bible says, who is the image of the invisible God? That word invisible is very important because that is the direction where we are going today. The firstborn of every creature. That means the first to be created. Firstborn. The creator himself. Next verse. For by him were all things created that are in heaven. Remember, God is invisible. All things. But Jesus represents the Father who is invisible. So if you stand before the throne of God, you are going to see Jesus seated on the throne. He is the image of the invisible God. Now the Bible says that all things were made by him that are in the earth. Visible and invincible. Visible and invincible. <laughs> Whether they be thrones, or dominions, or principalities, or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Thank God for this. This is why we cannot fuse and stress and get stressed about principalities and power. Whether they be thrones, authorities, principalities or power. The Bible says all things were created by him. Not only that, they are for him. Next verse. 
and he is before all things and by him the only reason why all things are alive is because of him why he upholds all things hebrews 1 3 by the word of his power what i'm about to share with you this morning is very serious we'll just touch the little part we can touch and then we are going to continue we can obviously god bless you all things were made by him and the bible says he upholds all things by the word of his power mm. glory to god Maybe I should call this God's highest manifestation. The highest manifestation of God. In my help, first of all, to say this morning, you must let this guard your heart at all times that God is an invincible God. Because God is invincible, what I want to stress this morning is invincible things are more powerful than visible things and that God has chosen to put power inside something called the world maybe what is fueling this message is the fact that a lot of believers are beginning to have faith in material things ah oh. They don't know that the highest power of God is only obtainable in the invisible realm and it is only coded in the world. Jesus said, just like he said to Thomas, Thomas touched the body and he said, my Lord and my God. Then Jesus said, Thomas, you believe because you can see me. You are touching the tangible. Our greatness, our power is not in the visible. Jesus said, Thomas, blessed are those who can't see but believe. Jesus said it to one man like this in a vision. He stood in the man's room and as he was departing, he said to the man, do not have hope in the vision you have seen. I am more real when you can't see me than when you can see me. That's a very deep language for the mature. I am more real because it's an invisible God. I'm not, it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like you reduce him when you want him to manifest physically. Because the realm where he dwells is an invisible realm. Why am I saying this? I want to call the attention of the church back to the word of God. Psalm 138. Let's start from verse 2. Are you following me? He upholds all things. This is the reason. Hmm. You will never wake up and see the moon dropping. You will never wake up and see the sun dropping. You will the ocean will come. It will get to a particular part and go back. The Bible says, what is upholding everything? It's not material. It's not matter. It's not computer. He upholds all things by the word of his power. So every time you wake up, you see the sun. The technology behind it is called the word. God only said to the sun, show up every day and it has continued to show up 
that is more powerful than any handkerchief, any oil, any other physical thing. But too many people are so carnal. Their faith is in what they can see. What they can see. You know, some people feel like more anointed when a pastor prays over an handkerchief and they put it in their pockets. Ah, yeah. I'm not saying handkerchief is wrong, but I don't know whether somebody's getting me this morning. Gradually, people are moving away from the most powerful thing. <laughs> I will worship towards thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. Everybody pay attention to the next thing here. For thou hast magnified thy word above what? Uh, you know about Jehovah Jireh? You know about El Shaddai. You know about the Lord of hosts. You know about the ancient of days. The Bible says that the word is above all names. The word is above every name. But some are impressed by the names. El Shaddai. Some even pray this way, my father, my father. Oh, as I begin to pray, I'm not against any kind of prayer. I'm just saying that people don't know that the Bible says that God has placed his word above all his names. We'll begin to examine this maybe more closely next week, but let's, let's look at again. Oh God. Are, are you following me? Is someone tracking with me this morning? Amen. So mighty. So God so much uh, the level of faith in God's word is so high that when Jesus came he called himself the word. He didn't call himself power. He didn't call himself the Bible says in the beginning John 1 was the word. Why? Say this word of God. I Lord thank you for grace this morning. I don't know whether somebody is hearing me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hebrews 4.12 I am, we are going to examine each of these scriptures but for today, let's just lay the foundation. Things of the Spirit. It's important for every Christian to understand what I'm sharing this morning. That the highest manifestation of God is in His words. Um, eh, eh. You begin to understand that the, that's the reason why God does not change his mind and he will not look at your situation and change his principle. When he backs out on his words or backs down, whatever, he will have to. The whole act will get destroyed in a moment because he upholds all things by the word of his power and he cannot change it. Everything is powered by the word. So if something happens to the world, aye, that's why I said the, my covenant I will not break. Neither will I alter what has come out of my mouth. Once you have spoken, aye. the Bible says, for the word of God is quick. If you have another tradition, it says the word of God is living. It's not ink and paper. It's not print. The word of God, I will soon define what is the word inside the word. The word of God is living. Now the Bible says it is 
powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, of joint and marrow. Somebody says, I don't know whether it's my mind speaking to me or it's the Holy Spirit. The word of God separates soul and spirit. The more you practice the word, the more you will understand the voice behind the word as opposed to the voice coming from your soul. Is somebody with me? Praise the Lord. My hallelujah belong. You know, <laughs> my hallelujah. Are you are you following me? Are you following me? The word is a living thing, sharper than any two-edged sword. The Bible says it is living, it is powerful. This word we are talking about, God's highest manifestation. I want to show you something. Mark chapter 4. Let's start from 39. It's a story you know very well. Mark chapter 4 verse 39. And he arose. You know, you know the story. They were, Jesus said, let us go to the other side. And then this wind started. Then Jesus said, the disciples were afraid. They were panicking. But the living world was sleeping. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's, it's interesting. They had to wake him up. I don't know what kind of sleeper our master was. That the old boat was filled with water on the ship and he was still sleeping. Of course, it wasn't a bad sleep. We were just trying to give him a lesson. Then he said, Master, don't you care that we are perishing? And the Bible says he arose and rebuilt the wind and said to the sea. Now, when you study the Bible, you have to pay attention. Jesus did two things here. He addressed two elements. He rebuked the wind. One. That's why you see the word and there. That means two separate actions. He rebuked the wind. Then, the Bible says, and he said to the sea, he didn't say the same thing to the two of them. Now, the Bible didn't tell us precisely how he rebuked the wind. <laughs> but one Hebrew Greek scholar was saying that Jesus had a conversation with the wind. He just released the word of eternal life. He said, behave yourself. And the wind ceased. But the wind has steered the water. And Jesus looked at the water. I used to think, because Nobody can argue with the guy. People are free to take their side, you know. But a, a mighty scholar in Hebrew Greek. He said Jesus did not actually exactly or literally say to the sea that peace be still. That what Jesus said was that he looked at the sea and he said, Shh, and the sea calm down. <laughs> the sea just followed the rhythm of what he heard. He just looked at the sea. He, he said, Storm, stop. And that was stop. Then he looked at the sea that was, and he said, the sea was the boat moving. He just said, boy, shh. And the water just went like that. Master. And the Bible said that, the people said, what manner of man? You know why this way I'm going? The sea and the wind, why they obeyed him? Because he opposed all things. When he spoke, they recognized the fact that 
the word that is fueling their existence has spoken. But the Bible says whether they be thrown or principalities, that means everything in existence, including, including the devil, they are sustained by the word. The reason why they are alive is because they are being upheld by the word of God. Now, when a man of the word speaks to them, is code to code. Hi. They recognize the fact that authority has spoken and we are to align because our existence is derived from the same thing. I... Maybe we'll get to the part where you begin to understand why God gets angry when you speak carelessly. But this is another aspect of it. But I'm just... Are you, are you, are you getting what I'm saying? Let's read John 1. And then I will tell you sources of the word. And I will stop here today. Hallelujah, say to Jesus. What a word of faith can do in your mouth. 40 days of fasting cannot do it. Are you with me? Some think when you get more and more people to pray with you, God will now finally do something. You are turning God to your earthly father or people around that you carry neighbors to go and beg and beg. So when you are enough, <laughs> you know, people that are very tribalistic, for instance, if they say that I'm Yoruba, my son will not marry Bo, or I'm Yibo, my son will not marry Yoruba, and all those things. When you, when he falls in love with somebody from another tribe, and he says, no, over my dead body, when you get people, so let's say a Yoruba man doesn't want daughter to marry an Igbo man. So when the Igbo man knows a lot of eminent Yorubas that the man respects, and he gather them, and then he takes them to go and meet the man. Maybe the counselor, the governor, some fathers, and they're like, I almost want the high job. So when they beg enough, the man will finally, if the people that that one has brought are people that he cannot say no to. I, I, I get what I'm saying. Or maybe a boss angry with somebody, and he goes for some other superior bosses and the people here and there, come and help him beg. The man, no, no, no. But when they see something, ah, say, see, it's because of you. Um, so people think that God is like that. That when you take more people, no, take the word. God is not intimidated by number. He won't say yes because many people are begging him. He will say yes because he is good and his mercy endures whatever. Are you getting what I'm saying? But there is something that he cannot turn away from. Hi. When a man puts it this way, it's almost landed him in trouble. That G, the Holy Ghost is under the authority of Jesus. Jesus is under the authority of the Father. He said the Father himself is also under authority. And the author was like, then he quoted this one, that the Father is under the authority of his word. He said, I have exalted my word above all my names. This is why God is bound by his word himself. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Hey, John 1, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. Next verse. The same was in the beginning with God. Pay attention to this verse. Everybody read it together. One to go. Wait. How many things? How many things? 
and without you see that the Bible is giving a personality to the word. It did not say without it. Without him. If you go to verse 13 of that Hebrews 4.12, Hebrews 4 that we read also, the Bible says that all things were made. And the Bible says that it gives a personality to the word, which we will say. Go back to Hebrews 4.13. I just want to show you, I there is something I'm going to get out of this way I'm going. And in a moment, I will just say that. But I'm preparing you to know what is happening to you concerning what that thing that is on your tab, that is on your phone, that you will read at times and you are gisting. You don't understand what you have been given. I, neither is there any creature that is not manifest. Can you see the next word there? His. Not it. That means God sees the word as a living thing, a person. Of course, the word is a person. No creature. Nothing escapes the word. Nothing escapes the word. A woman, they found out that diabetes and they were about to cut the leg. She was doing Bible study one morning and he said, I will not suffer thy food to be moved. It does not exactly look like what she just took it. That wow, where there is the word, by the next time she was going to go to hospital, she was perfectly made whole. Second, another service I will talk about picture. That is where I was. Are, are you? Are you? Are you? Are you are, that's another topic. Because are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, I've told you before. Eight flats. They were robbing, and they were robbing. They robbed. They started from down. Say first flat, second flat third flat. This we're living about the fourth flat. And the husband just remembered the word. It wasn't even what that word was saying, but that was how he remembered it. That the thief cometh not. That's what the Bible said in the book of John. The thief cometh not, but to steal, to kill. But the point he said, the thief does not come. And he told us, I said, the thief cometh not. They skip flat four. Went to five, six, seven, and eight. In the morning, their neighbors thought that they were part of the robbers. Now, they left only you. Because the man just said the team does not come. Why? All things are up. <laughs> Even the life inside the arm robbers. You sustain the whole world in your hands. <laughs> Hallelujah. There was a direction as the word was released that you know you cannot rob this apartment. Why? A word has been spoken that the team cometh not. Somebody shout Amen. I need to be sure somebody is listening to me this morning. This is why I, when people have issues, sir, they begin to pray and expect God to do something. You are skipping a protocol. What you should look for is the word. It is called the word of his power. That power that you are looking for to change your situation, it comes through something. It does not come direct. The power is like a naked wire. It must be put inside and that thing is the word of God. It is the word that conveys power. That's why it's called the word of his power. Is somebody hearing me? Praise the Lord. Haven't you read in the book of Psalm? When they were troubled. And that's Psalm 106 or 107. What does the Bible say? They cried to him. How did he respond? He sent his word. And healed them. He did not heal them directly. 
He sent his word. Ah, the rate at which Christians are despising the word. No wonder I was ministering to young people, Pastor Dan, nowadays, where they were over 30,000 pounds. I was telling them that I feel sorry for people. They come for a meeting. Oh, prophet is ministering. They want to shake and fall down at the power and get up. What has happened to them? There's nothing wrong with falling. Many of some fall when I minister. But I'm just wondering why people will not give attention to what and give attention to every other thing. A lot of people will wear themselves out. I've told you before. When there is a problem at job, they prescribe 18 days of fasting for you. Then your mom is sick, 7 days of fasting. Then you are broke, 13 days. You will soon destroy yourself. And Satan will wear you out. When you pray truly, we will leave that area, but then it will touch another area. How far can you go? Things that people should respond to by the word, they are praying day and night about. You are going to see the wonders of the Holy Ghost in your life when the word of God. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Missionaries went to a village. As people began to make sacrifice against them, one of them just remember he said that but he suffered no man to do us wrong. In the book Kings he says, he touched no man anointed. When they released the word, they went to sleep. They did not need to do vigil. When they were doing vigil, they were praying for souls, not against those who are trying to harm them. Why? A word has been spoken. It's a shield in the spirit. It guides you. You know, people do attend Bible study. But then when you say, prayer for this, everybody they join and they come. Hi, oh God. And you know, people like us, we are looking at people. Thank God that was raised by scripture, you know. Where emphasis, just the word. <laughs> Hallelujah. Whatsoever anybody is believing God for, is in the word. You might need to pray for many days. Yes, God will be committed to prayer. But I'm saying that your journey will be cut short if you find the word and you begin to dwell in it. That one will bring healing faster. Because the word is self-anointed. Hallelujah. When I was talking to those people, I told them, God told Elijah, come on the mountain, and he stood. First king gave him. And the Bible said that the Lord passed by with a strong wind, breaking rock into pieces. You know, Elijah just stood there. This is how you will know people that are truly spiritual. The attention is always on the word. If you go for a meeting, it's upon uh, one of the cities where we had the program. I did not in temple who will be ministering when will this one come? When will not when person after when we are possible? Because all the men invited were heavily anointed. But some people were selected. They they believe that the one that God will use to bless them is this one. And this is how people miss God. So when you call up another minister and it is not the one that they will start getting on my go. And I say, the Lord told me, I, I felt sorry for many people. Because they are waiting for the one that will minister and cheers will fly. Then they think they have attended the meeting. Whereas somebody is speaking softly and is telling you, is it falling down you want? Is it? I saw a pastor that was asking people that when you break a chair, you pay. I like that pastor. <laughs> Is it falling that you want or you want God to tell you what to do that will change your life forever? 
You want to fall down or you want the key delivered to your hand? Which one do you want? So the rocks were breaking. And you know what? Elijah just stood there. As if he wasn't, he didn't see what was going on. Then the Bible said there was earthquake. Can you imagine? Oreb was such a high mountain that it took him 40 days to climb. Alone in that place, earthquake and Elijah was not moved. He was like, these are tricks. And the Bible said, so people found out anointed in, if it's a general minister, it is the Lord. So the Bible said, the Lord passed by. Can you put that scripture? Yeah. First King gave it. The Lord passed by a strong wind. Then, after the Bible said, the Lord passed by in earthquake. Then the Bible said, the Lord passed by fire. Imagine you are standing alone on Oreb that took you 40 days to climb. And you were seeing earthquake and fire everywhere and Elijah just stood. Well, like, this is God passing, but this is not God. First King a thing, please give me. First King a thing. First, let, I, want, I just want to show you. This is what... Go show yourself to Ahab. Go down to where he went to... Okay, no, sorry, 19. Sorry. It was 18 that he killed, 19. He said, go, and he said, go forth and stand on the mount before the Lord. And behold, everybody pay attention here. We need to tell Christians in Africa, this one. The Lord passed by a great and strong wind that rent mountains. Can you imagine? Even the wind, it was splitting mountains. And this man stood. What a man. He break in pieces rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. This is not for today. Who passed by the wind? Answer me. Who passed by the wind? Read it again. Behold, the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind. Who passed by? But look at what the Bible says. And the Lord was not in the wind. It's a deep vocabulary, but it's not for today. That God can pass by the wind. He is the one causing the wind, and it's not in the wind. <laughs> so the Lord can cause people to fall down, but the Lord is not in falling down. Again, it's not wrong to fall under anointing. The weight of the spirit can, I mean, maybe I possibly say, when the things are, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm just explaining something to you. But every minister that ministered, they themselves, they go for the word, not falling down. If they start telling you encounters they've had with God, they didn't come by them falling down. Maybe this will call, actually young people, students, that's the only meeting they want to attend. They're already preparing if the minister now says that, ah, some of you now, you feel like running. Oh, God. Any minister that I hear, I say, I feel like running. <laughs> Please, these are men of God that are honest. I'm just, I'm not saying anything about what they are doing. Please. I'm just saying that the perception of people. After the wind, earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. Next verse. After the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. Everybody look at the last thing. After the fire, what? Ah, may this happen to you in your room every day. Look at Elijah's reaction to the voice. Next verse. Next verse, please. It was so when Elijah heard the still small voice that he wrapped his face in the mantle 
and went out and stood at the entry of the cave. It was standing on top of the rock. There was a cave somewhere under. When the rock was splitting, the guy stood. When the fire was raging, the guy stood. When he heard the small sismal voice, he covered his eyes and he ran away. The voice moved Elijah where fire, earthquake, and wind could not move him. He understood that the highest manifestation of God, when he heard the voice, he did that say, This is the Almighty speaking. So he, he trembled and he ran away. In our time, it's the opposite. The word is possible. I'm just looking. When are you going to shake? Do you see replacement? The voice. What are the sources of the word of God? If the word of God, I think I should, I should just quickly also read Hebrews 11. Sorry, where's my first story? Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. Verse 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hopeful and the evidence of things not seen. And the Bible says, For by it the elders obtain a good report. Verse 3. Through faith, everybody read it. How was the word framed? If you use Hebrew Greek Bible, this word framed is there's a word used there. I will talk more about what I talk under that topic called picture. It is called the word was chiseled. Like using chisel to walk. In other words, when the word of God is in your mouth, also, you can chisel your life, your future, and design it as it should be. What does that mean? By the word, you can cut the part you don't want. Add the part you want, like a person using marker to draw something. That is what the Bible says. It said by faith. This old art, God framed it. You don't know that God was following a template when he was speaking. Why didn't he create man first before Oshon? He laid down a plan. He had the plan inside him and one by one, he first said that the first thing to be created must be light. People must see. You will see an intelligent being that everything was created intelligently because God saw it before he began to speak. So he chiseled out what he wanted to see. And the Bible said this can be done by faith. Let me end this way. Is someone blessed this morning? Is someone blessed this morning? Mm. Reverend George told me one of the days he was reading the Bible and Jesus walking through the wall and he sat and he said, my son, you are reading about me. And he put his hand on his shoulder and said some things to him and vanished. Maybe many of you did not hear what Lorenzo said. I think the second time or one of the messages I gave, when he told them in the church to start reading the Bible like never before. And that one of the women, people in the church who used to fast and pray, trusting God to see angels, don't say anyone Christian should pray about that. As they began to study the word, chapter by chapter by day, they began to see spirit beings that they were not seeing before. Angels and children, they began to see things by the word. Many people don't know. Christians despise the word. And that's why I'm bringing this message to you today. You see, here is the deeper aspect of what I'm sharing with you. When you say the word of God, there are many sources of God's word. Maybe this is where we start properly next to, but let me list some of them. Number one, the Bible. Number two, the voice of a minister of God. 
Number three, your spirit man. God can speak to your spirit man. It might not be a direct scripture, but you know, ah, God wants me to apologize. God wants me to leave this place. Now, or you are praying, you just know. God can speak through dreams. Oh, I'm supposed to go to UK, not Canada. Both Canada and UK are not written in the Bible. Except the woman you want to marry has a name like Rebecca, like uh, Sarah, like Abigail. If it is Bosset, there's no Bosset in the Bible. <laughs> so if you are looking for scripture that I want a word that says Bosset, you will destroy your Bible. Okay, me? There's no scripture. <laughs> Those things are not in the Bible. <laughs> but if you want, just a bit. Delilah. <laughs> Oh, you want Mary? Those ones are in the Bible. They say they are praying about a guy. One lay is not in the Bible. Dark is not in the Bible. Chico says it's not in the Bible. You understand what I'm saying? If I it's not in the Bible. But if you want John, Peter, a Bible name does not make a person spiritual. Hope you know. Okay. <laughs> so that, oh, his name is John. I know I'll have a good time with him. <laughs> are you following me is somebody really with me this morning yes, sir. these are sources a word can come through dream that is very unreliable a word can come by the Lord speaking to your heart fine that will determine on how much you are mature spiritually to separate what is coming from your mind from what is coming from your heart a word can come through a man of God. Like I'm preaching to you and I'm speaking to some people. Inside the message, you might just say, this is for you. But you know the interesting thing? Of all the sources of the word, the one that is unadulterated is the Bible. A prophet can miss it. You, your flesh can get the way of what you are hearing yourself. Dream can confuse. The one that is the most dependable is the one that people don't depend on. Ah, Lord, should I tell them this story? Blessed are those who stay with the word. Let's. What does the Bible say about the word of God? Second Peter one. If we start from verse nineteen to twenty-one, Second Peter one. I want you to pay attention to what we are saying. Let's start from 16. It's like a Bible study this month. I hope you will help me get this message out. There is a, a brutal story, a very, I'm going to talk about just now, that happened to somebody. We have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made note to the power of the coming and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. We are not deceiving you. That's what Peter is saying. We saw Jesus in the flesh. We followed him. He said we receive. For he received from God the Father. Honor and glory. When there came such a voice to him from excellent glory. This is my beloved son. Peter said that when the voice spoke audibly. We were there. He said we are eyewitnesses. We saw when he began to mumble some words on the Mount of Transformation. Matthew 17. And his countenance. We just saw Jesus Christ. He moved from Jesus of Nazareth 
to a man light shine like sun. He said, we're there. Ari, we saw it. But pay attention here. Look at what Peter is saying. We heard, we did not only see. We are eyewitnesses, but beside, we also heard the voice on that day saying that this is my beloved son. So we saw a man shine like sun. We heard the voice of the father for the first time. You remember that story? When the Peter shook and he said, let us make three tabernacles here. Next verse. This is deep. He said, the voice that came from heaven, we heard. When we were with him on the mountain, he stressed it again that, and all of us, we heard that voice. Next verse. And this is serious. I was a young man when I first saw this. I was praying that God would open my eyes to something. Then God gave me this word. Interestingly, after this was settled my life, then I started seeing. Because God was trying to say that, forget about saying, pay attention to the word. Look at it. We also have, what is the next word there? Everybody say it. I, I, this is, I'm praying that what I'm sharing with you, this revelation will happen to all of you listening to me. Amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, Papa Agin said that before he got baptized, the Holy Ghost, no vision, no nothing. Because he read in the, in the word of God that in my name they shall lay their hands on the sea. He said he had more miracles than those who said that God appeared to them, he touched them. What is, why is that we stay away? Now, look at Peter's description. He said, number one, we saw with our eyes when Jesus transformed. We heard the audible voice. He said, but I, Peter, I read the word more. He said, beside all those things, above them, we have a more sure word. Meaning that, as far as I'm concerned, me, Peter, what I saw on that mountain with my two eyes, what I heard, is not as important to me as the word. He called it a more sure word. This is surer than if it will be some people, oh God, you know, one day, I was talking with a minister and then he said, a voice can speak to a man from a tree. And because the voice tells him something and what the voice is saying is correct, he begins to worship the tree. When we get to prophet and apostle, I will explain to you and how there is need for help quickly in the Nigerian church. Because many have turned away from the Lord. This is why people are prescribing things for people. Bring your white clothes, we pray over, and all those things. Once you see those things, run away. Because there, there is a spirit behind it, but it is not the spirit of God. This is might have started well with God. Once you deviate, because once you stay away from the world, other things will confuse you. Are you with me? A more sure word. You know, because of how far many Christians are from God, that is why they are always interested in a prophet, a prophecy, tell me something I don't know, tell me something, and many get into trouble. Those who settle on the word, they don't need anybody. What do you want to tell me? The Bible has already told me that say unto the righteous, it shall be well with him. The most powerful prophecy in the Bible is that a virgin shall conceive. I don't need to tell my phone number to tell me something. I will shut you up. Does God reveal things? He does. But see, when people get full link to this and that's all they do, they get into trouble. And there are Christians. What they are interested in is somebody to show them over and over again. They are impressed when somebody begins to many times an indication that you are very far from the word of God. Ah, oh, yeah. 
Any church where they bring somebody who has a prophetic gift, after the service, even they are praying for some people are waiting outside, they want to talk to him personally so I can tell them something about themselves. Even a genuinely called prophet, human beings can get you into trouble if you listen to people. The day you are teaching, they are not listening. They are waiting for you to begin to prophesy and tell them things. And what will happen, I, I thought about this maturity class. When you are now coming to preach truly, as you are preaching, the old oh boy, perform. Eh, leave all this world. Let get to the point where you tell me that uh, it is uh, my, my, my grandma. Or where you tell me that this is what I need to do. And when the guy looks at the people, he sees that the message is not selling. Then he switches over. And once you switch over without the Holy Ghost, you'll become a native doctor. There's what they call soothsaying spirit. It will take over your mouth. It happened to Balaam on the mountain. Both God and Satan spoke to Balaam at the same time on the mountain. The same thing. This is why God takes time to anoint people. Because human beings can get you into trouble with God. Yes. They begin to call you day and night. Day and night. This is why you see all the people come out with prophecy. They want to say something about it. When it comes to Pakistan, then everybody will start calling them. And it is true. Even when they say that this one will not become president, he will die in the front of and then it happens, everybody will start calling the person. It's never because human beings, they go for that because there is a void in their hearts. What should fill it is the word of God, not fantasies of men. Is somebody with me? Oh, dear Lord Jesus. You see, the story I would, is an Andromac story. When he told the story, I was shocked. Maybe in wealth, warfare I will talk about. This is very. This is why, be careful what to believe and what to accept. When Adroma was a young guy, this man came to their church to preach, so-called a prophet. But before then, <laughs> let me have your book, sir. Thank you. He read, a boy was told he was a very shy boy. When I heard Andrew Mark tell this story, he said, something year old man, Andrew Mark, one of the veterans in the gospel, he said that this boy was always wanting to preach to people, but he did not know how to preach. A voice told him, now why don't you ask God for sickness and undo it very well? Cancer. When you die, a pastor preacher at your front and your friends will be there. Your testimony will be that you were sick, but you did not deny God and they will give their life to Christ. I'm telling you a true life story. He asked for cancer, and in seven days, they found a condition in his body. And then, I don't know how it happened. It's not supposed to be that far, but it happened like that. When he finally died, a pastor came to preach, and four of his friends gave their life to Christ. Andrew Womack read about the boy in the book. And he took the book, and he went to give his girlfriend. They didn't know anything after. They wanted to serve, but they were sincere. The girlfriend read the book. And Roma was posted to, uh, to Vietnam to go and fight for Amer- uh, 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 as an American soldier. The girlfriend read that book and she too felt that maybe my sickness will bring glory to God. She prayed that God make me sick if that will let people know you. By the time Andrew was calling out the next time from Vietnam, she had leukemia. She died of leukemia and four people gave their life to Christ and Andrew thought that it was God. Then he came back and he attended the church and the pastor looked at him, the prophet that came to preach, and he said, you, that what God will do through your life, that you too, God, will use your life to teach people a lesson, that you are going to be an invalid for eight years, that you'll be like vegetable. And he said he believed it. He said, but after it, God will start restoring you 
and many people will be saved through that story. And Andromeda believed it. He said after the service was how God saved him. After the service, the prophet, the pastor of the church, and Andrew Womack and his friend went on a dinner. He said, thank God the pastor invited him. As they were eating, this prophet considered what I said. He said, you, you are going to be an invalid for eight years. There's nothing you can do about it. And went on and went on. But Satan will always outdo himself. It's a man who, see, he's just a person with a wrong. And one day I will speak, maybe when I talk about uh, winning the battles of life, I will talk about, don't get into a day, don't believe what will hurt you. Nobody can do anything about your belief. At the end of the day, as the man was talking, just to Andromeda that he asked, maybe, I don't know whether he said 25 or 5 or incredible diseases on his own body, that God is teaching him some lessons, and he just said, even God has put me on a fast, a fast from the word of God for several years. That the only time I open the Bible is when I want to pray, that God told me not to read the word. And Andrew said, I might be a baby Christian. Hold it there. That is not God. He said, you know what? I now reject everything you have said before. He said, and the pastor of the church was still believing. But this young man, young military man said, no, that is not God. I might not know so much, but the little I know in the Bible, God of heaven will not tell you to fast away from the world for seven years. He said, now, he said, now I reject what you have said. And then he walked away. As he was walking, he was always mixing concrete. Then something happened and he went to hospital and they told him that he should go and lie down for days and not get up. He just said, no. That's not what the word says. That is that man's prophet trying to come to pass. He went back to work, he resumed work. And the woman is 77, there is one man that says, See, that's why he is very passionate about speaking against religion and what people have believed. And he said that one of the leading TV stations in America right now that is very anti-God. The guy set out to be anti-God. He was going to a Presbyterian church. His sister was sick and the sister died. And he, he was trying to bear the Lord. Then the pastor came in and he said that God took her away because he needed a little angel in heaven to teach you a lesson. And then the guy said that if that is God, then I, I hate him and I will... It's, many of you know the TV show I'm talking about. They try to build narrative against the gospel every now and then. It's because of the owner. It's personal vendetta and anger towards God. In Nigeria here, before we reached the boy, he was already in asylum. I couldn't go there for some reason, but we're like, people should organize. Go with that. He, he, was, he was 14, alone in the house. And he was feeling, you know, maybe having an erection and just a typical boy. And it, did, it was just, I mean, it wasn't exactly a Christian, and he was too shy to talk to a lady. So actually, he started having sex with their dog. Then one day, he found his way in the church. He was practicing bestiality. And the pastor was talking about unpardonable sin. And after service, he was waiting to see the pastor that. So he told the pastor what he did. I used to have sex with our dog. Is that unpardonable? The pastor said it's unpardonable sin. So what, what does that mean? He said, God can never forgive you. He said, so that means you're, you are sealed. You are going to hell. That is it. The guy started thinking about that. So I'm lost for eternity, no matter what. They thought God so strong and it became a mental condition. Bestiality is not an unpardonable sin. But you see, a pastor told him that. This is why if a woman believed that guy, he would have that eight years of 
What do you really believe? You see why it's important that people be taught correctly. As I am looking around, many have believed that the day they will have a breakthrough is when they do 21 days without food and water. And after seven days, hunger will catch you. You've not been able, and Satan will tell you that until you do it truly. Only that you will not find that in the Bible. We must fast. But don't fast beyond what your body can take. And don't kill yourself. One was calling uh, uh, Bishop Oedeko that I told us on the 13th day of no food and no water. As he was calling, he was dying. When he dropped the call, he died. Things that people get themselves into. This morning, this is the only one that is unadulterated. A prophet can make a mistake. Even Samuel was going to pour the oil on Eliab. As close as Samuel was to God. Any prophet. So you cannot take the word of a prophet. He might even be prophesying to you based on how much he knows. Yes. Paul said we know in parts. We prophesy in parts. This is the only one that is not in parts. It's called the old counsel of God. Of all sources. Let your faith be on. This is what the word says. Not this is what somebody said. No matter what, if anybody says, Oh, you know what, what our dear sister, you know, you know she, she, will, she will pardon me also. <laughs> it's my pastor, this look at how she has blessed us worshiping. When she wanted to get married, the mom was a little, a man, a, a pastor told the mom, a prophet on a mountain, that first, elderly prophet. I'm a, when they got married, I was so young then, I'm so young, so, so young. And the mom came to see me privately. The, past, the man said that they must not have party, they must not have a big party. That's something will happen, they should. So they are told, and I said, no, no. I said, no, I don't listen to someone. Then the mom came to see me. And her mom is also a pastor. She said, I said, ah, pastor, that the man of God on the mountain said that if, I just said, mommy, I just opened the Bible to her. I said, the Bible said, no evil shall befall us. Your prophet said, evil shall befall us. Mommy, who do you believe? I said, I don't know your prophet and I don't want to know him. I believe the word of God. I said, Patita at him plan. <laughs> she was going to marry Pastor Joshua. You're asking us not to do party. Two leaders in the church that, that we already looked at Loma Shofu. I said, Mommy, if anything happens to them, we'll be responsible. You know, when she came, she sat at the back on the day of the wedding initially. She was still fit. But we were, I just asked, I said, go and bring mommy to the phone. Don't worry. Forget about what the prophet said. Is what they don't they don't hold water here, maybe on this mountain, but not in this place. This is not his mountain. This is the mountain of the Lord's house, and it's established on top of other mountains. What people believe, the word of God, the word of God. If you are praying and God whispers a scripture to your heart, that is stronger than any other thing any man of God can say to you. Can I make a recommendation? When you are praying, keep your Bible by your side. Add Bible reading to your prayer. You are busy talking to God, but you don't want to hear what God is saying. 
Even if it's five verses, keep the Bible around you. There is life in this world. Your children are here. Your husband is here. Your blessings are here. Your character change. You want God to change your life. You are given to anger. Everything that you want, they are here. Life in the word of God. Is someone blessed? Oh, I love the word of God. The most permanent healings that I've seen are those who sat with the word. And they began to meditate on it. For the Bible said they are alive to those who find them and hell to all their flesh. It might not happen immediately, but when they get it, they get it permanently. And it's the most common healings in the body. Yes. That's the truth. Kenneth Egi was praying for a, on people on wheelchair and he got to a woman. I felt when if you feel the anointing, it looks like you are wearing a mantle. He just saw that the thing was taken up because it's as the spirit wills. Sometimes you feel the anointing so strong, but the moment is really very, very short because you can't hold the anointing in your body for too long. And there are dimensions, especially the very heavy ones. She so was ministering. And then he told this woman, when he wanted to pray for her, he said, just so that the thing just lifted. Ah! He said, the anointing I just lifted. He said, but you know what? The anointing comes and it goes. He said, but the word of God does not come and go. So he opened the Bible to, by his stripes we are healed, and he showed the man, do you believe this? She said, yes. She began to rejoice. She began to rejoice, and he just prayed for her, and she got healed immediately. And he told her that, I didn't feel the anointing doing that. I just showed you the word of God. The anointing that is in the word, it does not go and come. Forever, O Lord, thy word is set to. Let's rise. Glory to God. When you hear a Bible study teaching, a Bible study program that is by an authentic minister, go for such. May I encourage you, listen to word every day. Most importantly, put your Bible by your side read. In the light of what I've shared with you, many of you might need to get audio Bible and put it in your car. The word of God. Benny's son, Benny told us, and I met the boy last year. He, he walked up to me and he said, are you from Nigeria? I said, yes. Benny's son, Joshua, he was always having demonic attacks every night and he didn't want to tell his father. Benny said, just went to his room one day and he saw that Joshua was sleeping but he left audio Bible on. And he said, so why are you doing this? And he said, dad, I didn't want to tell you. He said, every night, voice of darkness will come into the room and harassment will start. He said, I was led to begin to say, when I started playing the Bible, that none of them has been able to show his face anymore. He said, so that's why I sleep. I just leave the word of God on. I leave it on. The word. When I invited Lawrence Oyo to Abeokuta, I put him in the room next to mine. I did, I, I, somebody else was charged. I didn't know he was the one staying in the suit next to mine. In the night, I thought they were doing a crusade somewhere. So I opened my door 3 a.m. and I went to and I saw that oh, it was his room. He left all night long loud voices of his confession of the word. He left it on and he turned it to the highest volume, disturbing the whole floor. So in the morning, I told him, I said, I came to your room 3 a.m. That's why he laughed. I said, Pastor, that's what I do. He recorded confessions in the word and he placed it overnight. Because when you are sleeping, your body is sleeping, but your spirit is not sleeping. 
the man that connects directly to the world, your spirit man, is hearing what is being played. You wake up like a terror to the devil. What will you start doing from this moment about the word of God? Sikalamanda. Zuse bradikos telemandis. Zekarimo shande brakizos. Lure sekle dusta kalimandrekido bazus telebos. Zupradikete balisto. You know, when the Lord tells me when I'm praying that I'm going to do this, even though I believe and I've seen wonders, but I have more confidence in when the Lord tells me through a scripture. Because that one, it does not fade with time. Because the word of God endures forever. If it's the same that the same key to open it every now and then. So the word of God, a word. If your marriage is built on the word, if your prosperity is built on the word, your word. This is powerful. Zupradikates. I was watching Bishop David Abuye. Next to Bishop David he was saying. Uh, some maybe months ago, yes, we were just saying that Bishop just told him to go to start Winners Abuja and they were to go to Nasarawa. Winners Abuja is in Nasarawa actually, it's not in Abuja. And he said, When they got there, how can people leave Abuja and come? The day I went to see him, it took us a long time to drive from Abuja to Nasarawa to get there. And he said, Logically, he asked a question I mean, why do people leave Abuja and come to church here? Then he said, Remember what Bishop did? He, too, he opened his Bible to where the Bible says, John was in the wilderness. And they came from him from everywhere. He thought about it until he heard that scripture speaking to him. Now, every Sunday you see tens of thousands. They are bigger than, apart from Dunamis, maybe any other church in Abuja, outside at the outskirts. This word is living and active. When it gives you something, it's a permanent thing. Let us start going to the main source and fellowship with the main source. How do we fellowship with the word? Another day, so I want to stop here. Is somebody blessed this morning? Just lift up your hands and just bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I see the word of God coming to you this week. As in the Lord speaking to you. Oh, thank you. Give God praise. Just worship him and thank him. Blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We honor you, Lord. Blessed be your name. Give God praise. Just worship him. Thank him. Begin to thank him for what he will say to you. What he will reveal to you. And begin to pray and make a fresh commitment. Like never before. I'm paying attention to the word of God. I'm paying attention to the word of God. He said, my son, attend to my words. We give you praise, Jesus. Blessed be your name. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. 
If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.